0: Hi missionaries, and welcome to Mission Moments, where we take a moment to prepare for our mission. The Mission Moments podcast is sponsored by Mission Youth, a community of missionary disciples who come together to equip ourselves to go out and spread Christ's love in the world as apostles of the new evangelization. Every Catholic is called to be a missionary, and we are here to help everyday Catholics like yourself learn to be one. We're going to share missionary experiences, form skills, give tips, and great mission stories. This is our third season, and we are so happy that you are continuing to join us on this podcast. In this season, we'll be taking a deep dive into some essential characteristics to our particular mission style. So every episode in this season, we are going to be interviewing missionaries from a different city, and asking them what certain characteristics mean to them, why they are so essential to mission youth, and to share some real mission stories which highlight that particular characteristic of our mission style. We're so happy you could join us.
1: good afternoon eric and Lizetta. i'm so happy to have you back on this podcast it is so great to see both of you the moment that we're recording this this is your last day of your summer internship which is really 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 cool it's been such a joy to have you as interns this summer
2: hello everyone i'm eric Uh Oh. back again um uh, if you don't remember me from before i'm one of the summer interns this is our last day it's a sad day but exciting um I'm from Villanova University. I'm a rising junior studying mechanical engineering, and uh, I got involved with Mission Youth uh, uh, back in December. So uh, it hasn't been very long, but I've very much enjoyed my time here.
3: My name's Lisetta. I am currently a net missionary. Um, yeah, going to Scotland in like a week, which is pretty fun. Uh, I've been involved with Mission Youth like since I was like. 14 or something i don't know um yeah it's been really great being an intern We've gotten some cool experiences this summer we're releasing some new music which is fun look out for it uh, yeah excited to be here again i am so
1: excited and as you all know season three is especially talking about these really essential core elements that are present in all of our mission youth missions that no one really talks about but when you articulate them and tell stories about them, everyone's like, yes, that's also there. And so in this particular season, we wanted to highlight a few that's kind of rolled up into one, it doesn't really have one name, but it's kind of described as this missionary boldness that we all experience as mission youth missionaries, the freedom that mission youth missionaries have to kind of be the protagonist of their mission experience and to put their talents at the service of the mission. Which I know both of you have had multiple experiences of, right? Because some missionary organizations, as you both know, they really focus on the outcome of the mission. Like and they're not bad missions, they're great missions. Like you can sign up for some to build houses, to paint fences, to go and accomplish a great need for, for others. And that is an incredible way to live service. And I think one thing that sets Mission Youth apart from other missionary organizations is that we also want the missionaries to be engaged and we want them to also get something out of that mission experience in how they learn how to be missionaries and one of the ways we do that is in this boldness and giving them the freedom to be the protagonist of their mission and to share their talents and experiences right so what i wanted to ask is if you all could each share kind of here at the beginning what is an ex personal experience of maybe your first mission or, or your first few missions when you encountered that invitation to go out and be bold, or you experienced that freedom to share your gifts and talents with others on the mission?
2: I can go first. Um, I think uh, my first mission was the Advent College mission back in December, and um, I'd never gone on a mission before, of course, and I was eight, uh, just turned 19 at the time, so I, I'm still young. Um So going on this mission uh, for the first time going into Kensington and just being thrown into the situation of a like what's in front of you and just seeing Kensington is just so shocking to start but B then being told you're gonna actually like go to these people and talk to them and ask for prayer intentions, a lot of which will like shun you a lot of which will call you names even so um, it just puts you in the most uncomfortable position, and it's like sink or swim, but no one sinks because everyone's around to support you. So I, I felt so uh, I felt very nervous, but I felt the push uh, like a like a mother hen pushing their 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 little bird off the the tree for the first time so that they can fly. And uh, so I talked to people and and started to jump into it. And uh, I guess it went so well that the mission director decided that I should lead a team the next day. So the second day on mission, I was a team leader uh, who knew nothing about anything, but knew enough to um, keep people together and just uh, help uh, push everyone else to engage wholeheartedly.
1: What did you feel or think, Eric, when they told you that you were gonna be a team leader on your second mission day?
2: Uh, it was a mixture of nervousness but also pride I was like yes like this is so cool and I'm excited that they want to rely on me but also I was like well, what am I supposed to do <laughs> I don't really know anything about this yet so uh, but, but I, I treated it as a learning opportunity and tried to um, engage my full self into it so that I can learn the most um, which seems to have worked out alright
1: Do you feel that being named a team leader during your first mission gave you an opportunity to exercise your freedom and to share your gifts and talents on the mission in some way? Uh,
2: Absolutely. It made me a lot more confident with um, just talking to people and also made me more confident with everyone on the mission. I felt like I could offer myself in other ways. For instance, I play guitar a little, and um, so I felt like I could maybe... Help play at adoration or or masses. uh, Help with other other musical missionaries to to provide talents in that way. Um, Of course, the town of leadership practiced. Um, Yeah, that uh, uncomfort allowed the boldness to come out of me, and I've I've grown a lot more bold and confident in myself as a result, which is a, a good thing. It's a good thing.
1: So after that mission and a few other missions that you've been on what does missionary boldness actually mean for you or what does it look like for you
2: for me it's going out of your comfort zone and like as you're walking by a street you've been let's say you've been missioning for a little you look to your right and there's just a bunch of people who need someone to talk to them but they're like a quarter mile down the road and you just go for it you don't you don't stop you just say oh team we're going this way now and you just you just stop everything and just jump in immediately. Um, I I think of boldness as initiative as well, um, of shocking, like like you're you're so um, I don't know. Um, the 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 idea of talking to these people on the street is just so shocking, and the boldness um, to do that. Uh, it's grown out of the experience itself. Mm
1: -hmm. Awesome. What you're describing reminds me a little bit, Eric, of how the apostles, when they were first following Jesus and walking with him and seeing how he would do the miracles, and then suddenly he turns to them and he's like, so you two are going to go out and go to all of these villages and towns ahead of me and just preach and teach and do miracles, so just go, you know? And I feel like it's something that Jesus did with his first followers as well. That he allowed them a few, a, some time to watch him and see how he worked. And then he just sent them out. And I think very well, as you described, it kind of brought their gifts and talents to the fore because they, they just had to just go and be bold and try it and try to imitate what they had seen and learned from Jesus.
2: It requires faith. Like You can't go out on the street and you, you have to know that it's going to be all right because you trust in the people who are sending you there, in, in Jesus, you have to trust that it's all going to be all right and that talking to these people is a good thing. And You have to know and trust uh, in, uh, in Jesus, in the missionary work, uh, in the team around you. You have to trust everyone with you. So um, I think the fact that I was able to come out of my shell so easily is evidence that... Um, the environment is so welcoming and uh, allows trust to be built so quickly.
1: That is awesome. Thank you, thank you, Lizetta. How about you? What is it? You're one of your first experiences of you being bold as a missionary and sharing your gifts and talents.
3: I would say my first experience of a boldness in mission was actually through watching my friends be really bold. I went on one of like one of the first like weekend missions I ever went on and. Um, South Philadelphia and my friends were just like out there like picking up random babies like hugging people and talking to people who I was like scared of and they were just so bold in their ministry and I'm the kind of person who like when I see someone else do well at something and I don't like if I don't have an excuse not to be doing well at it like I will do that thing as well as them or I will perish so I just kind of saw like that they were capable and I was like if they're capable of this I'm capable of this and I just like got up and I was like all right give me a baby to hold like let's do this um so I was just like like there's something about seeing other people other like sinners other like weak little humans do things and realizing that I can do things too because not because I'm great but because Jesus is great and he's living in these other people and he's living in me. So I'm give, hand me a baby. Give me somebody to hug. I'll do it. It's fine by me. So that's like the biggest like experience of boldness. Like it was just like, it was like contagious. Like when one flame is lit, the others light right off of it. And it was just like, okay, if they're on fire, I'm on fire too. <laughs> Sounds
1: good to me. That is awesome. And I think that shows so well. One of the core beliefs that we have in Mission Youth that... We firmly believe that Jesus' missionary mandate is for everyone, and that as baptized Catholics, everyone is actually capable of being a missionary. You don't need to have all this extraordinary gifts and talents and training, but you have it naturally inside of you, this innate ability to go out and be a missionary. So that's awesome that you were able to see that in your friends. And how, what are some gifts and talents, Lizetta, that you have been able to share with the mission? Hmm.
3: Well, yeah, so I, I play guitar and I sing, and I didn't know that I could play guitar or that I could sing until I was on a Mission Youth mission and someone handed me a guitar and said, sing. And I was like, okay, I guess it, like, it was the communion hymn, I was like, I guess I better. Um, and so like Mission Youth has just put me in a lot of those positions that like I definitely wouldn't want to repeat, but I'm also glad happened. Where it's like, oh, I am forced to, like, do this because I, like, because I'm needed here. And, like, they fill a need with you. Like, if there's a need, somebody at Mission Use is going to tell you to fill the need. So I've filled the need in music a lot um, since then. and It's been a big blessing for me because, like, I've been able to realize my talents there and bring them other places too. And just been able to, like, share that love and just like, it's another way to encounter the Lord, like, music, like, there's so many different angles that you can try to penetrate Jesus' heart at, and music was just another one that I had, and that was, like, such a a beautiful chance for me to experience him, and so being, like, forced to be bold in that has led me to be bold with music in other ways, and then just, like, like, I will never write a song that isn't about Jesus Christ. I refuse, like, so it's just, Mm -hmm. like, giving myself to him and that has been a huge blessing
1: that is awesome so i think lisette is being very humble right now but she is a very gifted singer and songwriter and musician and i have been in many adorations where she has led us with some beautiful music and and accompaniment and i've also seen how in different missions the missionaries have really appreciated the spiritual depth that she accompanies the adorations with because as many of you know all of our mission days conclude with some time of adoration because we always want to bring the people we've met and the experiences that we've had before Jesus in the Eucharist so that we can kind of process that day with him and allow him to shape our hearts so the environment that we want to create for the missionaries for them to be able to encounter Jesus is so important and I know that it has been a key element in many missions to kind of foster that beautiful environment for the missionaries to encounter Jesus so that's a huge gift that she has And I also know that she was featured in the very first Holy Week theme song because she was one of the vocalists for that song and helped with the writing. Right, Lisetta? Oh yeah, that was fun. And I also, if they don't mind me saying, it's also a huge beautiful sneak peek because Eric and Lisetta are also working on, as we speak, the next Holy Week theme song for 2023. So they, I won't let them say anything about it because it's still in process, but it's really cool because I've already heard their drafts and I'm very, very excited about what they're going to be able to release for you all.
3: I came up with it in the shower.
1: (laughs) Coming Ash Wednesday, 2023, will their theme song for Holy Week will be released by these amazing amazing missionary artists. So that's awesome, awesome. So both of you have also had the experience of leading missions, right? Lizetta, you've led many missions many mission teams eric you helped out with holy week and you were also present at the summer mission here in philadelphia and this past summer so how have you learned now as one of just like the mission guides accompanying other missionaries how do you bring out that missionary protagonists in the uh, the kids that are with you on mission how do you encourage others to live their talents how do you model that boldness for them
3: um i would just say like yeah, modeling boldness is it like makes your boldness more bold if that makes sense. Like, cause there were a lot of experiences that I had where I led teams or led missions um, and had to be an example to other people. Sometimes there were people that were older than me or like priests or just like just like people who normally I would not feel called to lead, but I was in that case. Um, and that's just like having a chance to be that example is like something that's so powerful within you because it like awakens um a new kind of like yeah just a new kind of boldness where it's like okay I was bold going out on these streets talking to these people but now like I need to like I need to watch myself and my character because like that's gonna contribute to how they act because I think back to 2000 and like 18 or whatever when I went on the mission and saw my friends as an example and copied them if they were making like mistakes I would have probably copied them because I was 15 so it's just like important it makes me like mindful of how I'm acting and what I'm doing with like even my body language like it's important to like yeah like to be bold but also be careful and be an example because like if you're bold and not careful you end up stupid in my opinion
1: that's very true that is very true distinction you just made there how about for you eric how have you found it to encourage other missionaries to be bold and to share their talents
2: Um, i would i would agree that example is very important for instance that's how i learned how to do everything related to missionary work you you watch the, the other people the older people the more wise and you pick up on what they're doing, and then you you just copy them. Um, So in leading other groups, um, I felt bold and uh, emboldened by um, being a leader. And I I never, uh, I think I just focused on being myself and doing the mission well, and mindful that the others are going to look to me and see what I'm doing. So I want to be especially, like, um, bold. <laughs> I want to I just talk to everyone, as many people as I can. If there's a single person that walks by and I'm not talking to someone, I want to ask them for prayer intentions or, or just follow up and um, stick out. So um, I found that experience to be very um, fulfilling.
1: Mm -hmm. yep so let's think of an example when both of you were present for this summer Philly mission that we just had just a month and a half ago right at the beginning of your internship and it was a pretty mixed group we had kids from all over some of them have been on missions many times some of them had never been on missions and what was something that you all did or tried to do to encourage them to have that freedom or boldness and share their gifts and talents or what did you notice about that mission that kind of allowed the missionaries to do that?
2: I mean, I thought the group, while very um, diverse from backgrounds, um, really mixed together very well and everyone became friends uh, without any effort required. (laughs) You could really uh, see the Holy Spirit working through them. And um, I think as... One of the missionaries on the mission, I tried to um, connect people. Tried to sit with everyone. Tried to get to know everyone personally, so that um, they would all feel more welcome and they could feel like they could talk to me or any other anyone. So um, that that's more or less the first step. Um, as far as the mission went, um, we had you know a mix of experienced and unexperienced people and, um, I don't know, just like normal. They just saw the leaders and felt comfortable because they knew everyone in the mission group, so it wasn't as shocking. It wasn't like this was their first mission. They didn't know any of the missionaries or the people they were talking to. They knew who they were with, and they felt comfortable with that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. What do you think, Lizetta? Can you think of something concrete from the Philly mission that helped to live out that boldness and and freedom
3: um when i was on the philly mission there was a like yeah i got i was fortunate to kind of see from the outside um how the group functioned because i was helping lead this mission and i did not know a single one of the missionaries like very well like i knew eric and that was like it and so I, I got to see the people, like, working, like, with each other, and they had this spirit. Like, I've never seen it on a mission before, um, but just, like, the spirit of inclusivity and just, like, just, like, the, the community aspect of that mission was just, like, really, really powerful. And it allowed, like, maybe, honestly, like, looking at that group as I think about them, like, there, some of them were, like, a little on the quiet side. But because of, like, how everybody joined together and, like, some really strong community over that mission, like, the unit that was that group of youth was, like, powerfully bold. Like, they were getting stuff done out there, like, where in other times and other missions we hadn't gotten stuff done and they got stuff done um, ministry-wise. It was, like, really beautiful to see from outside and to see these young people coming together and uh, like with a culture of positivity and life. Um, and it was just like, it was really cool.
1: So it sounds like listening to both of you that there's almost like a prerequisite to have this boldness and freedom and to share your talents. It almost sounds like when the mission community is living unity and charity and when the missionaries feel like safe in that community, then it's kind of like a natural consequence that they will have the ability to be bold and to share their freedom and their talents right
3: definitely yeah like yeah because like as a community like it allows even the people who are less bold maybe individually than others like Mm -hmm. like because everybody's kind of sharing the weight and like like yeah just like Working together Other people are Like those quieter people Or those Maybe less Initially like Extroverted Or just like Like Exuberant people Still come out In this beautiful way Of like Yeah Just like Yeah They're bold (laughs) How many times Have we said bold? Like 500
1: (laughs) That is the topic Of this podcast Right? And I think Something else That I noticed On that Philly mission That really Was beautiful For me to observe since I wasn't necessarily the one leading the mission, ultimately, like we had another mission leader, Mallory, that was kind of the one in charge. And I really, really appreciated how from the beginning, the missionaries were active protagonists, even in really little practical things of being on a team and being in charge of cooking a meal and helping to clean up the different mission spaces. And so from the very beginning, the missionaries were included in the mission process and things were not done for them, but they were part of the experience of making the mission happen even from those practical details of cooking and cleaning and setting up and all of those elements, I think just allow the missionaries to not become passive and just kind of spectators of the mission or people that the mission is done to, but they become the protagonist and realize, okay, if I'm going to get something out of this mission, I have to also put my whole self into it, right? And that applies whether you're like in your home city or if you're going to Africa, but the more that you put into it, it's also as much as you get out of that mission, right?
2: Yeah, to that point, um, the specific tasks we had set up every day, we um, shuffled between teams uh, to complete them, like cooking meals, cleaning, all sorts of things. And from the very beginning, because we didn't switch any of the teams around Each team grew very close. Uh, For instance, my team, I felt like we, when we did the dinner, it was a stressful time because um, there were quite a few problems with, like we didn't have pots big enough for all the food we wanted to make. So we had to do multiple batches, and it wasn't exactly how we thought it would be. And um, there was just a lot of running around. And I think the stressful environment of that allowed us to come together, and we finished the meal with like a really good uh, product that we were all very proud of and it it really drew us together because uh, like I had to um, delegate um, precisely to everyone we had like everyone everyone had their part to make it happen and everyone felt very involved and um, invested in in what we were doing at every stage I felt and like you were saying, we need that, um, that situation, that, that circumstance to be present for the boldness to come out of someone. You need the, the community first, and then the, the opportunity at, like, at the mission itself. So before, you need, you need all of the, the team building. You need all the unity and charity. It's mm-hmm. essential. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And I've really seen how on different missions, when that space is given how the missionaries will kind of naturally want to share their gifts and talents to enrich the experience right because there's the ones that like to draw so they want to make the posters when we go and pray outside the abortion clinic and there's the one that have nice handwriting that want to be in charge of the thank you cards that we give to all of our our benefactors and the people that support the mission and then there's the ones that sing and play that want to help with adoration and then there's the ones that are just very good talkers and you know they want to be out there and giving instructions to everyone and leading so it is it is so important to provide that space and not to kind of micromanage the missionaries, right? Very, very important. So as we're getting close to wrapping up here, what would, if you could give advice to our listeners of what would it look like to, or what does it look like for you all post-mission? Like, you know, you finish the Philly mission, you finish a Holy Week mission, you've just spent a week of being bold, being the protagonist, sharing your gifts and talents. What happens when you go back home after a mission? Like how does this attitude of boldness and freedom and sharing your talents translate back into your daily
3: life? What does that look like for you all? I would say like bringing the mission home is, this is is a, a bold take. But I would say that bringing the mission home is the most important part of the mission. Like, hands down. Like, that, not to say other parts aren't important. But if you're not, like, bringing that mission home to your family, then, like, what did you really do? Because, like, I, I like Mother Teresa says, like, the best way to, like, be a missionary is to go home and love your family. And if that's the best way to be a missionary, like, you better do it. Um, And so... I was just, like, like, bringing that mission home. So, like, okay, like, what's some practical ways to bring the mission home, you ask Lisetta. Well, I'll tell you. um, Like, going home and being bold is a thing. So, like, you might be in high school or you might be not in high school. But if you're in a store or in your, like, in the hallway at school or whatever, another Mother Teresa quote about to come through, folks. Peace begins with a smile and i believe that if you're in your in a store in your school hallway wherever like sh- like smile at the people around you that's the quickest way to start a conversation the quickest way to like lead other people to the gospel and like that's like th- just like the easiest thing ever if you can get yourself to do it um and that's like I- that is what i think is step 1 of like bring that mission home and like what that looks like start with a smile and then like go from there You're not perfect and you're not a perfect missionary And neither am I But I'm going to like start by smiling at the people around me Because nobody wants to talk to somebody who isn't smiling So don't worry about spreading the gospel Until you worry about s- smiling first <laughs> Is what I think <laughs> I'm rambling But yeah
1: No, yeah, That's a great first start Thank you, Mosetta. Eric, what do you think? How do you bring this boldness and freedom home after the mission?
2: I agree that it's probably the most important part of the mission. Um, Like, like Lissetta said, if you're not doing that, then like, what was the point? What did you get out of it really? If there's no lasting effect. So um, what does it look like to bring it home? Um, I think it means a renewed faith and renewed commitment to everyone in your life. Uh, A boldness of going to say you're sorry of, of trying to mend old relationships which you've let go or or fallen like a renewed uh, commitment to to get back to um like a better your better self that you can imagine and see Uh, it takes a lot of boldness and courage to go for that and that's one of the takeaways i had is that i had a a commitment to be a better person after because i saw all these amazing people and I was like I want to be like them what do I have to do Um, and I just felt like I had to do all of the things that they were doing Um, so after my first mission I uh, I baked a bunch of cookies with my family and we went into Kensington and uh, distributed them like uh, the day after Christmas I think because we wanted to spread Christmas cheer uh, and I wanted to go back to Kensington and bring my family there and just share it um, so I think stuff like that and the, um, enthusiasm to be involved further, to go to more missions, to bring your friends. That's, that's what it looks like to me. Like, uh, in your families, preaching, talk, telling them about your story, about the mission, sharing it with all of your siblings, all of your extended family, um, helping them to know the impact it had on you and just plant that seed in their minds too. Because when you go home, you're still on mission. You're Mm -hmm. still on mission to your whole family, to everyone in your life, everyone that you meet. Mm -hmm. So don't let it stop at the mission, be bold.
1: Mm -hmm. Is there ever a feeling of like mission withdrawal after a mission, like you go home and does it ever feel like that wasn't real or all of those cool experiences that I had, like I have to go on another mission to make them happen again? How do you deal with those post-mission feelings?
3: i remember getting home in high school probably like my junior year from a mission once i'm like sitting on my bed i'm like staring at the wall and being like i am never gonna encounter god here and that's like the dumbest thing ever in retrospect like i like for me to think um but it's a real feeling and it's totally valid to like feel that way that like Yep, I can encounter God here in this, like, in my room or in my house or at my home parish that stinks. Like, I, like that's how the mind of, of me in high school or, like, as a high schooler, that's what I thought, um, which is valid. <laughs> um, and so, like, it's important to, like, to differentiate, like, an experience from an encounter because, like, the Lord... Like he tells us, he's like, I'm like, I'm always gonna be here for you to encounter, like, and he's like, maybe it's not like it might not always be like the prettiest ways, but like he's he, pr- that's a promise that he made us. One of the few promises he's ever made us is like, I'm always gonna be here. But it's like Jesus never promised us that we were gonna have some like crazy like constant roller coaster of a life, awesome experience, highlight reel. Let me put it on my Instagram life like that is not promised to us at all and like sometimes that stinks and like even now i'm 19 and sometimes i'm like darn it i wish that's what he promised but he didn't he promised that he would just be with us and he's gonna be with you in your room in your house after your mission and he's gonna be with you when you're driving home and you're like oh i wish i could just keep it forever and he'll say you can keep it forever meaning me you can keep me forever and, like, if hold on to him because, like, yeah, he's not, like, the most, like, always the most fun and exciting thing ever. But when you get to heaven, he sure as heck will be. So just hang on. It's only, like, 95 years you have to be alive or something. I don't know. Just hang on. You're going to be fine.
1: <laughs> that was very well said, Lisetta. right? That sometimes the emotional high that giving our all and being bold on a mission can give us going home can feel boring or like a letdown but I think you express that very very well right the difference between an encounter and an experience how about you Eric what is it like for you after coming back from this bold mission experience
2: um I missed most just the people and being with everyone saying bye to all my friends was it's always sad um but but you know it's not the end you know you'll see them at the next mission um or if, if you won't, you know you can still pray for them and keep them in your heart. Um, I think for me, I try to see leaving the mission as the next mission, as as another um, another medium to grow. And I think that's the attitude you have to have. That when you when you leave the mission, no, it's it's not going to feel great all the time. It's going to suck. Like the was saying. Won't be a highlight reel, but uh, it's still the best opportunity you have to grow in your faith, to mission to everyone around you your family, your, your classmates, even like just everyone. It, it, should, it should pour out from your heart. The, the whole point is the experience is so powerful that when you leave, you can't help but share it, mm-hmm. and, and that zeal uh, rubs off on everyone around you.
1: Mm-hmm do you think the people in your life notice the difference after a mission
3: well they definitely notice that I'm pretty tired when I get home but aside <laughs> from that I remember there was a time when I came from from a, a mission and I was like talking to my dad and he was like building a bookshelf or something in our basement and I was like dad talking about like everything that happened on the mission and like what my plans were for the week and he was just like all right Lisa, tell, like just, Seems like, he was like, seems like you've changed this week. I was like, well, I didn't change that. I, like, gave some, like, dumb, like, high school answer. But, like, yeah, my parents have definitely noticed it. Where I was like, yeah, like, I came back a little bit stronger in my faith. And maybe, like, one mission you're, like, exponentially stronger in your faith. And maybe another you're just a tiny bit stronger. Like, but <laughs> people
1: see the change. Yep. Eric, I know you brought your sister on the next mission after that
2: right yeah so um after my first mission like as I said I I went into Kensington on my own little mini family mission um and I brought my sister on the last the most recent summer mission Mm -hmm. and she loved it and I've seen an impact in her personally Mm -hmm. and I know my parents saw a huge impact in me when I came back Uh, I was just really on fire and uh, I talked to them for like two hours or something stayed up late and they were like can we go to sleep now and i'm like no let me tell you about the next day in the mission and um they they really admired how um passionate i was and how ready i was to just go for it and and accomplish the next goal and and continue the mission
1: awesome awesome well i want to thank both of you so much not just for your internship summer and your mission stories but for all of the mission work that you have done and each the impact that you've made on so many hearts and lives and the example that you've set and your willingness to share those some of those stories here because i think it's so so cool the work that you've been doing so i just thought that maybe we could end this podcast just offering a little prayer for you all for the next step for Lizetta, by the time this podcast is released she will already be giving her second mission year in scotland and eric will be studying away in his junior year of mechanical engineering right yeah. and continuing to be involved locally here in the missions in philadelphia but why don't we just close with a little prayer for you all and for all of the missionaries that are listening to this does that sound good Sure. In name of the father and the son of the holy spirit amen heavenly father thank you for your call to mission Thank you for sending that call to so many hearts that want to respond to you with boldness and freely sharing the gifts and talents that you have given them, because the mission is yours, Lord, but you choose to want to involve us in your mission, to share your mission with us and to make it hinge on our generosity and our gifts and our talents. So bless these missionaries that are here with us, that are listening and that will go on missions this coming year so that they can all experience that freedom and joy and boldness in following you as a missionary. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much. See you next time.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Mission Moments. We hope that you have been enriched by these mission stories and encouraged to go out and be a missionary in your daily life. If this podcast has inspired you in some way, please share it with a friend. You can also head over to the missionyouth.com website to see more mission testimonies, register for an upcoming mission, or see how you can get involved. You can also subscribe to the Mission Youth newsletter or follow us on social media. Mission Youth exists to provide mission experiences worldwide that ignite the missionary spark in the hearts of Catholic disciples, transforming them into apostles. We are only able to do what we do thanks to the prayers and financial support of so many. Please consider partnering with us in the mission by offering a prayer or donation. Links can be found on our website. Mission Youth is a 501c3 organization, and all donations are tax deductible. The mission team thanks you and prays for you daily. See you on the next mission.